pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with a special version of our podcast this evening. Gerald Salente is still out of the country, but we have a very special guest. He is one of the world's leading experts on a subject which is one of the top trends for 2019, Bradford Beckerman. Brad, welcome. Thank you, Doug. And our first show, we're going to do two shows. Our first one tonight is going to be on medical cannabis and then tomorrow on recreational cannabis. So on the medical side, I think the best way to get into it is to hear your personal story. Gotcha. How did you get into medical marijuana? So it found me. <laughs> um, basically, on June 2nd, 2002, I was run over by a car uh, in Florida, and I died on the scene. I was resuscitated. I was taken to the hospital. Um, my head was then cut open, and I was put in a medically induced coma for 13 days because of the swelling to my brain. I had some bones uh, excised from the head, and I, uh, my lungs collapsed. I punctured them with all of my broken ribs. And um, that was basically a month in that hospital. I did another five months of rehabilitation in another hospital. And I wound up on 17 drugs for three and a half years. Mm. And I had three and a half grand multonoclonic seizures. And um, overall, I mean, I did get really good Western medical care in terms of the surgeries and all that kind of stuff. But for the long-term care, I was pretty miserable. I was on a bunch of medications and I wanted to die. So I... Now, how, were these pain medications, anti-seizure yes, medications? Yes, all the above. Mm -hmm. So pain medications, uh, Trileptol, Dilantin, Oxycontin, Hydrocodone. I mean, a slew of opiates and uh, anti-seizure medications. So I felt very repressed. I felt very slowed down because I was purposely being slowed down. So my body didn't, you know, seize. But I also didn't like how I felt. So how did medical cannabis get introduced to all this? So... Um, about four years after the accident, I weaned off all the medications over a six-month period against doctor's orders. Hmm. I weaned off everything, and I went to India, and I worked with an Ayurvedic doctor. I told him my story. I told him I want Ayurvedic medicine, and he prescribed me different tree barks, herbs, and roots with water three times a day. Hmm. And he told me, when you go back to the United States, get some indica mar marijuana. <laughs> you know, I like like, this that was 05. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I, I did what he you know, uh, told me to do, and it wound up working out better. I wound up not being depressed. I wound up wanting to live life more. I wasn't in pain. And in 2014, I moved out to Colorado um, for a different reason, um, jerk chicken business and uh, supplements and that kind of thing, and that didn't work out. Um, so I, I, but I immediately learned everything about hemp and CBD, and the difference between hemp and marijuana, and I just, I kind of just went into this school. I got like a PhD over there in a couple of years with just education from farmers and from retail and stores. And were you there when, uh, was that the first state to legalize marijuana? No. And cannabis? It was not the first state to legalize. I think the first day was California in like 98. Mm -hmm. I'm not 100% positive on that, but it was not the first. And it had just legalized, I think, two years before I had gotten there. Mm -hmm. And they had just uh, gone from a medical state, and they just were allowing in recreational. So let's so, go to the medical. So obviously, you personally felt the difference. And let's just be specific about it. On the cannabis, it was more effective 
than the harsh drugs you were on for preventing seizures, mm -hmm. for eliminating pain, what else? Um, sleep, um, basically inflammation, uh, anxiety. Um, I just overall felt better. Um, I, I, I felt really repressed with, with all the medications, really like a black cloud was over me and I was just being kind of pushed down. Uh, I didn't feel anything like that. I just went back to my more normal self. Okay, so after this amazing personal experience, you now became an expert for others as well. So in terms of medical cannabis, what are, give us all of the things that it has medically been shown in the literature and through people you've talked to, the different kind of symptoms that it is very effective for. I mean, it's really gone from the full spectrum of helping a person with inflammation or arthritis to, you know, marijuana, THC, beating cancer. I mean, and kind of everything in between. You know, I mean, people have experiences where, I mean, for me, it's CBD and hemp, and I have epilepsy, and I haven't had a seizure in 14 years, mm. unmedicated. So that's my own story, but there's numerous people with autoimmune diseases who, you know, utilize marijuana or hemp or both, because they're, they're kind of the same plant. Uh, it's the it, you know, inside joke amongst the community. Uh, hemp and marijuana are really the same plant, genus and species. So why this difference in name? Other countries don't do that. Mm. You know, in Colombia, it's cannabis, high THC, or cannabis, high CBD. So they just talk cannabis, and whatever the most dominant cannabinoid is, they call out, because okay. that's the most effects, you know, so... We're talking with uh, Bradford Beckerman. He's one of the world's leading experts in cannabis. We've heard an amazing personal story, and now we're getting more information about the amazing benefits. And, you know, I have had a, 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 a cannabis nurse uh, on my radio program, and oh. she basically said if people knew how miraculous this herb was, it would revolutionize pain medication, everything else in hospitals, and we're slowly getting there, but let's talk about the progress, and maybe maybe it's too slow, maybe it isn't. But how far have we progressed? Since you, so you, this was all like 2005, 2006, 2007. How much have we progressed from then till now? A ton. So we're still not where we wanna be, of course, but we've moved so much. You know, I, uh, in 2005, uh, in, in Colorado, I couldn't have been a medical patient. I certainly couldn't have been an, what I call adult use or recreational marijuana patient. I wouldn't qualify for either one because the state didn't allow it. But when I moved out there, I became a medical patient because of my epilepsy. I was allowed to grow marijuana mm. in my house for my own medical needs, and I was utilized, I was juicing it. I was, mm. yeah, I mean, I made food with it, I, I, I smoked it. Um, I did everything with it, and it really, I mean, without that kind of experience, I mean, how would I know half the thing? Is, is, is cooking with it or uh, blending it as a juice as effective as, say, smoking it? Is there something about igniting so, it that changes it? Definitely. Lighting it is the decarboxylation process. Write that word down. There's going to be a test later. <laughs> Decarboxylation basically means you're taking, on the raw plant, marijuana, THC is not THC. It's THCA, which is THC acid. On a hemp plant, it's not CBD, it's CBDA. Mm -hmm. What happens when you light it or when you uh, heat it to a, you know, a temperature, uh, like 200 degrees approximately, it decarboxylates and that acid, I don't know where it goes, but it's not there anymore and it becomes THC or CBD. 
Both of them have effects. THCA or CBDA can be very beneficial, but in a different form than THC or CBD. So if, if in those states, and we'll talk about which ones there are, in those countries where medical cannabis is legal, mm -hmm. uh, doctors are gonna have to, they have to go back to school? Uh, they, how, how are they gonna learn? This is somewhat complicated. Um, I've met with numerous medical doctors um, who've asked me to consult with them just about the different strains and about the different effects of terpenes in a plant and how that could affect one of their patients. But honestly, what the system's kind of done, um, it's kind of done away with that need. So in New York State, uh, when you're gonna go to a medical doctor and give you a recommendation for your cannabis, um, they just prescribe it as THC high, CBD low, so basically what they've done is they've taken away the terpenes in medical cannabis in the state of New York, and they just focus on the cannabinoids, THC and CBD. So they don't give you uh, terpenes. Terpenes affect how, the way the high feels or the way that the THC makes your body feel. Straight just THC, which would be coming in like a distillate form or a whole plant extract, which is under medical cannabis, so for, how they do it. So for people listening and watching us, because this is so Sorry, complex. Sorry, no, Well, bit. no, no, this is why you're the expert, and I'm just asking the questions. <laughs> but, but for someone out there listening or watching, if they're in a state where it is legal, mm -hmm. how do they find somebody like you or a doctor or a nurse who knows all of this? Because obviously, you, you don't just take cannabis and expect it to work for a specific so, ailment. So... Honestly, the way it works is that the doctor, I've never lived in a state, and I've lived in you know Colorado as a medical patient, New York as a medical patient. I've never had a doctor have the knowledge of what is in the store. If it's in Colorado, we actually have flowers, buds. New York, we do not. In Colorado, my doctor never prescribed me this specific strain. So you they had just, to learn this for yourself? Bud tender. The, like a wine analogy. When you go to- a, This is a profession, bud tender? Absolutely. In a legal state, a bud tender is a real job. So when you, know, when you go into a wine store- So we have store, bartenders and bud tenders? Absolutely. The analogous example I wanna give is a wine store. When you go in the wine store, you tell the man or woman who's working there, I have $40, I'm interested in a dry, robust uh, kind of red wine, what do you recommend? Mm -hmm. Well, same thing in a marijuana store in a legal state, you're coming in with your license, if you're a medical patient, and you're saying, hi, I have backache, or I have epilepsy, or whatever your ailment is. So, so is the analogy more like, because this I happen to know, uh, I'm not a big fan of our medical industry because a lot mm -hmm. of doctors will prescribe all these drugs, they don't even keep track of mm. what other drugs the patient's taking with other doctors and the drugs get mixed. So what I, I remember interviewing a pharmacist who told me she mm. spends most of her time correcting the wrong prescriptions of doctors because wow. if she actually gave the drugs these doctors prescribed, mm. it could really hurt the patient. So the pharmacist is kind of like your mediator. Is the bud tender like yes. the pharmacist? Basically because this is, and certainly a younger person too, who's in the store, who knows all the strains, knows the benefits. You can research this on Leafly or any kind of marijuana kind of website, but they're super knowledgeable. So you tell them what your ailment is and they recommend, or you say, I'd like a sativa. And they go, well, we have top shelf, mid grade, and look, and how much are you looking to spend? And so they can how many, give you different. How many states, then we'll get to countries because we have a lot mm -hmm. of folks listening uh, and watching us in other countries. How many U.S. states, are there bud tenders where we can get this kind of information? So um, I believe there's about 30 states that have medical cannabis in the United States and about 10 or 12 states that have 
recreational or adult use. And in all those states, um, there's a bud tender if there's bud. For instance... But in New York State, you said there aren't buds. There's no buds here. So who do we go to Still, in New York? It's just uh, you kind of go in and you get a recommendation of either, say, high THC, low CBD, and they have oil that's pre-blended in a, vape, a vaporizer cartridge or in a tincture bottle, and that's, and that's how you get it. So the, you don't... It basically saves the doctor from knowing and having the knowledge. So about here in New York, they have what do they call them? They're, they're, they're medical marijuana kind of pharmacies. Dispensary. Dispensary. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so we have to hope then that the person running that dispensary is is like the bud tender. They they will know what's what. No, there's no need to know because there's only categories of either high CBD, low THC, high THC, low CBD, or one to one. Okay. So, so the doctor says what you should have, and they basically fulfill that order in the dispensary. Okay. And that's I it. want to mention um, that uh, if you are a reader of the Trans Journal, you would have known some of this, not all of it. We're getting some new information from Brad today, but he writes um, wonderful articles for the Trans Journal. And to subscribe, just go to Trans Journal at TransJournal.com. All right? That's Trans Journal at TransJournal.com journal.com. And if you have questions about cannabis, medical or recreational, or any of the trends we discuss here on this podcast, we love your questions and comments. Send them to trendvision2020 at trendsresearch.com. I'm Doug Grunther with our special guest, Bradford Beckerman. He is one of the world's leading authorities on cannabis. Uh, tonight's podcast is on medical cannabis and tomorrow it'll be on recreational cannabis. We have one segment left, Brad. Uh, it's complicated, but it comes in different forms. You can smoke it, but it also comes now in pills, in creams, um, even foods. Mm -hmm. uh, what can you tell us about that and what's your experience been with those different types okay. of delivery systems? Um, I'm in the food and beverage industry in the past and still am, so I love it in food. That's a personal thing, but um, the American Medical Association recommends that uh, creams, uh, are, which are called transdermal, mm -hmm. is the best way to get it. Now, that's according to Western medicine doctors who say cannabis, the best way to get it is through cream transdermal. Again, American Medical Association says the second best way is edible. The third best way is vape. The fourth best way is to smoke. So that's coming from a Western standpoint. Um, now, if we were suddenly in India, or uh, I don't even know if they if it's allowed in China. I mean, we'll, we'll get into no. that. No, okay. But say India. Well, I mean, well, what are the what are the Eastern co countries that it's allowed? Uh, most of the EU. I mean, Switzerland, Italy. They all allow hemp. They don't allow marijuana, but they allow zero point three or less THC on the. Hemp plant, so, cannabis plant. So, how so, would how would what would they recommend as the best delivery systems? Would it be the same as here? everybody there just smokes? Really, it's really the most. I mean, everyone there is smoking. You know, it's a big. There's big smokers mm -hmm. in Europe, so a lot of people smoke. Um, I think for everybody, it's really best to try all the methods because everybody's a snowflake, and things affect people in different ways. Mm -hmm. So, a really common way is, is uh, trans transdermals. You know, one way to do it, but under the tongue, you know, is sublingual, sublingual yeah. is a really effective way. It gets it immediately in the bloodstream. You know, uh, I think, in my opinion, you get the most bang for the buck in the edible because 
it has to go through your, your liver. It gets digested. The example is smoking a joint or a pot brownie. The pot brownie, you feel it in your whole body. So same thing. One thing, thing I, with, I'm, I'm no expert, but someone once gave me a brownie. Mm -hmm. And so I took a nice big chunk of it and nothing much happened. Then two hours later, I didn't know what planet I was on. Right. So when you eat it, it, you have to understand, right, mm -hmm. a little better than I do, how it gets Dosing. metabolized. Yeah. It's all about dosing. Nowadays, everything, you know, if you're buying but once it, again, if we don't have experts out there ready and available, do we, I mean, obviously people can contact you. We're going to give you your contact information. Sure. I, can I assume that there's good information on the World Wide Web? Can there you recommend is, certain sites? Or? Th there, there is great information on the web. The issue is how to differentiate between what is great information and what is not great information. Welcome to the new world. So right. how can you help us with that? So I think um, you really got to look at, at the, the leaders in the industry who put out the best work and look at their track record. I mean, a man like Raphael Malucham in Israel discovered CBD in 1980. Okay. He is you know, the world's foremost expert on cannabis. I mean, that guy Why don't you give us, that, give us that name again? Dr. Raphael Maluchum in Israel. He's a doctor who's done the research on cannabis for a very long time, and he discovered CBD. So, and even if you can't spell it, thanks to Google, if right. you go Israeli doctor, right. cannabis, Maluchum, anything close, would, you'll find him. You know, I would, I would say, you know, on, on the other side of things, I would say, you know, a geneticist, a person who creates strains, because that's, that's a whole uh, science and business. You know, a guy named Scott Blakey of the CBD crew, who uh, he's also, his nickname is Shanti Baba. <laughs> he's one of the world's, you know, foremost creators of cannabis. And his mission has been to create a full spectrum of cannabinoids. So the marijuana plant has 115 cannabinoids, mm. and he has most of them in his strains. He also has a large terpene profile, which is basically the flavor and, and the effects of the plant. So, Well, if, if our audience is like me, this is a lot of information. I know it's crucial. Uh, this is a huge trend. We couldn't be more pleased that you're involved uh, yeah. with the Trends Journal and, and coming on our podcast here. Uh, how do people get in touch with you? Um, you know, Bradford at hennepins.com, H-E-N-N-E-P-E-N-S.com is my name. Okay, email. and it's Bradford Beckerman. And um, tomorrow we're going to speak to Brad about recreational cannabis. Ah. He's the expert. So join us tomorrow for more Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life.